from KQED. You're listening to Queued Up. I'm Ryan Levy. Today, the Oakland A's released plans for a brand new waterfront ballpark. They're the proposed new ballpark would be located at the Howard Terminal waterfront. That's at the Port of Oakland, just north of Jack London Square. Last a month, the Oakland A's announced plans for a shiny new ballpark, which seems like the best sign in a while that the team actually has a vibrant and bright future in Oakland. It's welcome news because Oakland and baseball have such a long and proud history together. A few months ago, KQD's Jeremy Siegel sat down with KQD columnist Pendarvis Harshaw to talk about what baseball has meant and continues to mean to the town. Here's Jeremy. If you live in Oakland, you might have noticed something a little different this year. Elephants, all over the city, all decked out in different costumes and outfits, or just covered in eclectic colors and designs. It's Stomper, the A's mascot. And this year, there are 50 of them scattered throughout the city, all curated by different local artists to celebrate the baseball team's 50th year in the town. That's right, 50 years. Long story short, baseball has a lot of history in Oakland. And today we're going to take a look at that history, the players from Oakland, and who've played in Oakland, and what they've meant for the sport, and particularly their connection to the city's African-American community. KQED columnist Pendarvis Harshaw recently went to the Oakland Library, where there's an exhibition commemorating the A's 50 years in Oakland. And he met Dorothy Lazard there. She's a library historian. Pendarvis asked her this question. Is it possible to tell the story of America's greatest pastime without mentioning the black community in Oakland? Her answer, an immediate no. I'll let Penn take it from here. The African-American community in Oakland has contributed so much to professional sports in general, but uh, specifically baseball. When you look at uh, just uh, some of the names that I mentioned from your Frank Robinson. He charged into outfield walls to make spectacular catches, hurled himself into opposing to, um, to Ricky Henderson. He does. Ricky Henderson, no contest, steals third base. People have accomplished so much both on and off the field, and their humble beginnings start in Oakland Public Schools District. So reading your piece, you sort of look at two categories of black baseball players with respect to Oakland, players who are from Oakland and black baseball players who end up in playing in Oakland, but they're from another city. And I want to start with the second one there because you go all the way back to the Oakland Oaks. That's a team that preceded the A's in Oakland. What's their connection to Oakland's black community and African-American history? I love their story. Um, the fact that Emeryville is now home of Pixar, where the stadium used mm-hmm. to be, where the Oakland Oaks used to play. Um, and one story in particular, the story of uh, Jimmy Claxton. Jimmy Claxton was merely the man who integrated professional baseball in the 20th century. His story is the story of the first African-American professional baseball player. Um, all for two days, he, he suited up for the Oakland Oaks uh, prior to being found out that he wasn't native as he initially claimed to be. And as soon as the Oaks found that out, they released him just five days um, later. His story is great because during that two-day period, he, he was allowed to take a team photo. Just at the right time to make it into the 1916 set of Pacific Coast League baseball cards. And so it's stamped in the history books that this gentleman of African ancestry played for a professional baseball team. And thereafter, I've read that uh, even after he left the Oakland Oaks, he stayed in Oakland and worked as a longshoreman. So 
if he didn't contribute to the community before, he definitely contributed to the community thereafter. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when a lot of people think of African-American history in baseball, Claxton definitely isn't the first person that comes to mind. Do you have any feelings on why that might be? Well, I mean, that's a, it's a technicality, professional mm-hmm. baseball versus major league baseball, which is the organization that we know and love today. Um, so, yeah, the Oakland Oaks played in, uh, didn't play in the MLB, mm-hmm. and so that's a little different. And I want to get to the other group of um, black baseball players who you discuss in your article, players who are from Oakland. Who are some of them and what have been their contributions to baseball and to Oakland's community? Sure. Um, I talk about um, some more recent players, uh, players on the team now. I mentioned Chris Davis, who's not from here but plays here, and he's currently among the league leaders in home runs. And Chris Davis. He has done it again to the Rangers. Um, I didn't mention by name Marcus Simeon, but Marcus Simeon's a local East Bay kid. I mentioned uh, Tyson and Joseph Ross. Swing and a miss. Hard slider down and in. Joe Ross, first game. Who um, played for the Washington Nationals, and Tyson's last team was the Padres. I believe he's traded since then. But um, I knew both of those guys growing up. Yeah, and I mean, you're from Oakland. You've been an A's fan your whole life. I kind of want to go back to the first A's game you ever went to. Do you, do you remember <laughs> that? And I mean, is this is this connection between African-American history, African-American community in Oakland? Is that something that you were conscious of growing up going to your first games? Or is it something that you learned about as you got older? Yeah, I can't remember my first game at all. I wouldn't even try to. <laughs> Maybe the first one that you remember. The thing, as as soon as you said it, it brought back <laughs> memories of those metal benches out in the center yeah, field. The bleachers, yeah. like real, real bleachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how hot they used to be in the summer games. <laughs> and the fact that you could actually see the East Oakland Hills before Mount Davis was built. Mm. Um, and then when you talk about baseball and how it's intertwined with the black community, I take it outside of the A's ballpark and right down the street to 66 at Greenman Field mm-hmm. where I played baseball with um, the East Oakland Babe Ruth League and recently I've seen people post on Instagram photos of you know throwback photos of them playing baseball in East Oakland and I'm direct messaging friends like hey what were you on my team you know trying to figure <laughs> it out because a, a lot of young African-American men play baseball in East Oakland and um, that speaks that's a significant story when there's dwindling numbers of African-American ball players. Let's go back a little bit to Dorothy Lazard, um, who I said she's a historian at the Oakland Library. They have this exhibit, right, that's that's looking at the black history of the Oakland A's. Can you tell me a little bit about that, um, what it highlights um, and, and what you learned from it? Sure. The exhibit doesn't necessarily just highlight the African-American mm-hmm. uh, perspective of the Lo- Oakland Athletics. It actually breaks the athletics down into three different uh, cases as she has them laid out. Um, and it's the before the move to Oakland. So it talks about the history of the White Elephant uh, title and what they went through in Kansas City and how they left Kansas City, what they went through to get a stadium built in Oakland, which is very similar to the argument that they're going through right now. Um, and the second case deals with a little bit of the history, uh, both on and off the field. It talks about the steroid era, the Moneyball era, um, their three championships, the Battle of the Bay, uh, things of that nature. And then the, the third case is um, more so around uh, just stories pulled from them. There's a Ricky Henderson book. There's uh, just kind of highlighting certain cases within the Oakland Athletics mm-hmm. franchise. Um, and she, she made note to mention that not only is there an exhibit at the, at, at the Oakland Library, but there's also one at the Oakland Museum. And so during this 50th year anniversary for the Oakland Athletics in Oakland, um, there's a lot of local support institutions supporting them. And so you see it not only in the museum and the library, but there's like graffiti popping up all around town, you know, Ch- Chaminea, 
has one in, in North Oakland, and then there's 50 elephants all around town as statues <laughs> yeah, that the Oakland af- Athletic franchise is planted. It's pretty cool. You look around the corners like, what? I had no yeah. idea there was one right there. Where's your favorite one? The Batman one that's right by a bar on Telegraph that I go to every once in a while. I've seen it. Yeah, Kingfish. Kingfish, yeah. Yeah, Kingfish. Yeah. I like that yeah. bar too. Free yeah. popcorn. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think my favorite uh, elephant might be the one in front of, it's on Telegraph further down, closer to, to Can't Fail Cafe, and it's just very eclectic. It has a little bit of everything, like a Mac Dre picture mm. and a whole bunch of just Oakland culture on it. Yeah, I mean, well, keeping on that subject with the Oakland culture, you're seeing the A's everywhere. They're, of course, doing really well this year. Don't want to jinx it. Right. Um, the Raiders are moving to Las Vegas. The Warriors are moving to the other side of the Bay. Do you feel like there's sort of a bigger sense right now that the A's are Oakland's team? And, I mean, do you think the team is taking on sort of a bigger responsibility or, you know, piece of people's minds yeah. as these other teams are leaving? I do. I think they're they're taking advantage of what's going on in Oakland right now. You know, with the, the new treehouse uh, bar that they have and it's that upper left field, um, it kind of speaks, it's reminiscent of the bars in downtown. So I can see how somebody could say, hey, instead of going to a bar in Uptown, let's go out to the game and have a drink there. So it speaks to that part of Oakland. But then they're also doing a lot of community service events. I really appreciate them for getting out in the community and having uh, pickup baseball games at parks that aren't the they aren't the, the, the parks on the top of the hill, you know? And so um, from my perspective, from an outside perspective, you know, I'm not at the board meetings, and, but from a fan's perspective. And then I also mentioned in the piece the uh, African-American Heritage Night, which was it was beautiful to see people posting again on social media that they're getting out in full force and supporting the team. Thanks to KQD's Pandarvis Harshaw and Jeremy Siegel for that conversation. Tis the season of giving. And if you're in a giving mood, please give Cued Up a ranking and review in your pod player of choice. It helps folks find the show and makes us feel all warm inside. I'm Ryan Levy. Have a good week. <laughs>